Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If Bo Levi Mitchell is up for trades next year, what team takes him or does he retire? He's not going to be traded. He's a free agent. He'll sign wherever he wants. Rumor is in Sask. Bo Levi Mitchell was looking at houses in the Queen City uh, on the weekend, Jeff. Jeff just shook his head. You know what Ron Lancaster said, the little general? In Regina, if they haven't heard a rumor by noon, start one. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Coming in hot on this Thursday. It is your favorite daytime sports talk show. We're on Game Plus TV and on the radio. WQEE 99.1 FM, Metro Atlanta. Hot sports talk. Hot, hot, hot. You see, uh, for those that are watching on television right now and live on YouTube, our COO, Lee Genier, is with us here on the stage bar. Uh, We don't waste time here. I'm going to jump right into what we got going on. Hour one, a lot of hockey talk beginning next segment. Perry Shockey's going to be with us. Perry S. Hockey, longtime scout of the Los Angeles Kings, uh, hockey coach in, of the Warriors, Hurricanes, Pats. That's where I got to know him. And he was complaining to me about hockey analysts last week and what they don't know what they're talking about. And I said, Shocks, then you get down here to the Gray Eagle. You come on and you give us the real goods. And he will. That's coming up next segment. And Mike Abu-Meshrick, 10-year CFL veteran to talk uh, CFL playoffs, the final week of the regular season, and all the, uh, the rest. You ready to go, Lee? I am always ready to go, Roddy. Okay, can, let's, let's go. Can we hit the quick six show horn, please? Let's go, Director Jordan. Thank you. Let's go. We're in it to win it. We're going to open with hockey, of course. Ryan Nugent Hopkins scored his 200th career goal to break a tie in the third period. Stuart Skinner stopped 35 shots, and the Edmonton Oilers beat St. Louis 3-1. To be honest, I dozed in and out, kind of slept through the second period of that. Um, The Blues are not an exciting team, okay? But I woke up in time to watch the third, and the Oilers played really well. They looked good. That was, for me, the marquee game of the night. Zach Hyman had a goal and a helper. Uh, Jesse Poljarvi also scored to help the Oilers win their first road game after starting the season on a six-game homestand. For the Blues, Ryan O'Reilly scored for St. Louis and Jordan Bennington finished with 25 saves. I don't think the Blues make any apologies whatsoever for their style of play. It's just not exciting. In New York, Kyle Palmieri scored twice. Ilya Sorokin stopped 41 shots for his first shutout of the season. And the New York Islanders beat the Rangers 3-0. Uh, at, uh, where was that? I think that was at MSG. Either MSG. way, was it? They said it was the most saves by a goalie in the Battle of New York since Yaroslav Halak did it in 2018. And he was playing for the Islanders at the time. Last night, he's playing for the Rangers. How about that? How about the only, that? Yeah, the only How third game. That? Let's get Lee in. He's got lots to say, clearly. Uh, in Anaheim, Brandon Hagel scored the tie-breaking power play goal with 4.27 to go to lead Tampa over Anaheim 4-2. The Ducks have lost six in a row. That brings up the poll question for today. For Capital Automall University Collision Center, they have dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Which NHL team is wearing a disguise? Halloween's coming up. Which one is wearing a disguise? Are the Ducks this bad? They've lost six in a row. Are the Senators this good? They're going after their fifth straight home win tonight. Are the Vancouver Canucks this bad? 0-5-2. Oh, 
or the Buffalo Sabres, are they this good at 4-2? and two? Your options are the Ducks, Canucks, Sabres, and Sens. Which one of them is wearing a disguise? Mm-hmm. Find out everything you need to know at broncoplumbing.com. They're our official uh, sponsor of our NHL coverage and Rod's Rant, Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, Hiring Now. Okay, Lee, this is what I told you I was going to get to with you. The NBA. The Raptors won again. Spicy P scored 20 points and matched his career high with 13 assists. Gary Trent Jr. scored a season-high 27, and Toronto beat Philly 119-109. Did you watch it? I caught the highlights, actually. I didn't watch the whole game, but caught the highlights. Great win. Yeah. Right? There's a blossoming, burgeoning rivalry between the uh, Sixers and the Raptors that has to go uh, with... Playoff beatings passed. That's when you really build a rivalry. These teams clearly don't like each other, and the Raptors got the upper hand last night. But there are two other stories from Wednesday night. Troy, Trey Young of our Atlanta Hawks scored 35 points, and Atlanta beat Detroit at 118-113 to open a two-game set at Little Caesars Arena. The teams will meet again Friday night. And in Denver, Nikola Jokic had 31 points. Jamal Murray, the Canadian, hit a big three-pointer. And the Denver Nuggets kept the Lakers winless with a 110-99 victory. Lakers 0-4 under new coach Darvin Ham. Why am I hearing so much about the NBA on the highways and byways of this country while I'm in Canada, the great white north? Well, Why am I because, hearing you know what? There are 22 Canadians that playing in the NBA right now. So you're talking, you know, you've got 30 NBA teams with, you know, roughly 320 players and you got 22 Canadians playing in the NBA. I mean, it is so tough to crack an NBA roster and you have Canadians just playing at the top of their game, um, not only in the NBA, but in the NCAA as well. So Canada is becoming a basketball threat hotbed yeah and i'm here for it here's the thing man i like the nba a lot and fortunately and we're not ever really going to delve into soccer a ton because i don't understand the game i understand basketball pretty well actually and if that's what our viewers want it's great but i'm i think part of the reason why i think watch sports center last night 20 minutes of it dedicated to nba highlights meanwhile the western hockey league which a lot of us were raised on it ain't on tv I'm going to write about this in my column on the weekend. I won't go too far into it. But some of these Canadian leagues are just drifting into obscurity. Uh, And I would put the CFL in that, and that's the third point. There's just no pub. It's not in front of people's face. They're going away. Agree or disagree? I totally agree with you, Rod. And uh, they could do a much better job. They have, like, you know, a a blank canvas and it's for them to paint that picture and they're not doing a very good job of painting that picture right now unfortunately you just the the public is just the shiny toy ah they talk about what is put in front of their face that's what it is that's exactly Corey's watching in winnipeg he says detroit and orlando look bad see he's talking about the nba mondo hockey talk coming up next segment with perry shockey people want to talk about the Arizona Coyotes visiting visitors dressing room and why it's so bad a lot of things we'll get into with shocks but not here Lee's not here to talk hockey he's here to talk NBA and football by the way support for the RP show is brought to you by Manscaped they're the best in men's below the waist grooming trust me their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels and their latest serving is the performance package It's the ultimate men's hygiene bundle join over 6 million men worldwide who use Manscaped with this exclusive offer Use the promo code RPSHOW and get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Six million men, that's about 12 million balls. 
and their happy customers. How about that? Point three, CFL most outstanding players. Uh, you, did you see the list come out yesterday? I saw some of it, yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Well, I mean, I think the big the big story is going to be around Nathan Rourke and, you know, the nine games that he played. Obviously, he's going to start tomorrow night, uh, and we'll see what he does. But was the nine games that he played enough to get him to win that outstanding player? You know what? And it's very debatable. I mean, obviously, he put up some major yards. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Lions took a dive after that. So, um, you know, it'll be really interesting to see how the, uh, how the writers uh, vote on that. And coaches. So this is what it is. For those that don't know, for the new viewers and listeners, the Canadian Football League, each, play, uh, each team at the end of the year, they have a vote on six categories. The MVP of your team, the top defensive player of your team, the top Canadian on your team, the top offensive lineman on your team, top, uh, top special teams player, and rookie of the year. And that's the one thing that I'll never get, and that's why I brought Chucks in here to talk hockey. I was in the CFL full-time for 20 years. I still don't understand stuff. Could you imagine the American Hockey League Chucks having an award for the top Canadian? Like, let's just stop and think about that for a second. Or top American? But whatever. It's the CFL things. So I don't want to laugh at that, but I just, I just I don't understand it. It, it is important, yet, eh. Wow. My, my argument about this is the big fight that I got in a couple of years ago where my guy, Cody Fajardo, who's being run out of Saskatchewan, was up. He was the West Division MVP. Just two seasons ago, uh, he lost to the Hamilton Tiger Cats East Division rep Brandon Banks. And I went to Twitter and I said, well, clearly Cody should win it for these reasons. 13 wins, the most in 100 years for the Riders, 5,000 yards. And people are like, oh, no, no, you don't understand. He was more valuable to his team. But Brandon had a more, more outstanding year for whatever his yards were. I was more promoting my guy. But if you want to get down to it, Lee, the, this age-old argument, most valuable player versus most outstanding player. Nathan Rourke is the most outstanding player in the league. He missed half the year and he's still leading half... A lot of categories in the CFL. So that should make him eligible, I would think. I, I would certainly hope so, and I hopefully there is consideration given for it. Who would you vote for? He would be my choice. I mean, everybody's going to, you know, I think go Zach Claris, but, you know, you have to, like I said, like I say, leading in so many categories, Nathan Rourke, you know, and, and maybe tomorrow night, Maybe sums that up, and it depends on how he plays and comes back and um, comes back from this injury. Kevin, the medium's watching our good friend. He says, you all know I'm a Lions fan, and Rourke is amazing, but you need to play more than half a season to be named MVP. Do you? He's got a chance to win it here. Let's let the voters decide. He's come back. Nothing against our guy Zach Caleros in Winnipeg. He's led them to 14 wins and... Now, Friday night, we'll see what happens. This is a nothing game. It's a throwaway game. Friday night, Winnipeg home to uh, the BC Lions, but Nathan Rourke returns. Unfortunately, the voting's all... Well, it'll be done now, but I think it's based on regular season. It is. They change it all the time. So, uh, James in Manitoba writes in and says, no one's talking CFL. The BC Lions sold 10,000 tickets yesterday, so someone must be talking. Sure, it's not as bad as it has been the last few years, particularly there in Vancouver. 
But I'm sitting here in Calgary, and I don't hear a whole lot of talk about the Stampeders and the Edmonton Elks. Forget about it. Uh, my vote would be for Nathan Rourke. Why not have him be the MVP of the CFL, even though we only played half a season? That would be a hell of a story. It would be. And that's probably the reason they sold 10,000 tickets yesterday, knowing that he is starting to come back. And so, you know what is there? There is your answer right there. It's a hell of a story. Uh, by the way, a word from our sponsor, Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. Check out Edo Japan today. My fourth point is uh, six Canadian NHL teams are in action tonight, but I'll delve more into that with Shockey Hockey. Perry S. Hockey coming up next, including the comments by Vancouver Canucks general manager Patrick Alvin, who said he'll continue to support head coach Bruce Boudreau despite the team being winless through seven. Obviously, Shocks has some thoughts on that. Uh, baseball, point five, Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner plans to keep Aaron Boone as his manager. Boone agreed last October to a three-year deal with a team option for 2025. In his fifth season as skipper, New York sprinted to a 61-23 and record this year, sparking comparison to 1998, uh, that championship team then, but hampered by Yang, uh, injuries, they went 38-40 and the rest of the way. They won the pennant, but because they're not in the World Series, they want the manager fired. Yeah. I mean, New York, they'll eat you alive. Right. Though. And I said to Lee, if you've spent any time in New York at all, which I've spent a lot, I got my intervention training there. Um, you want to whine in Canada about how the media treats you? Go spend some time in New York. What did, what did uh, Mike Tyson say? I'll eat your children. <laughs> eat how your about children. That? That's New York. They, that, oh, that is New <laughs> it's York. It's harsh. You don't win the World Series, you're gone. Yeah, they won a pennant, but didn't win the World Series. Yeah, now the manager's future's in trouble. And, and lastly, Thursday night football, Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson have mutual respect and admiration for one another's success. The seven-time Super Bowl champion and one of the NFL's best young quarterbacks meet tonight on Thursday night football. Lamar versus Tom, Tampa Tom. Obviously, I'll be cheering for the Bucs. They're favored by 1.5. At Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner, deal or no deal? I got, I got a deal on them. You taking, taking the Bucks the to win at home? Absolutely. Listen, forget about the game. You're following Tom and Giselle's split more than anybody. Hey, man, that's that's uh, like the uh, housewives of Tampa Bay. It would be a great show, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm I'm more interested to see how Tom overcomes this adversity he's come through a lot of adversity uh in his career come back from some you know being down so this will be you know i think the ultimate test is uh the way his life is playing out in the media and his divorce and how that's affecting him professionally so i'm really excited to see him kind of come back get this monkey off his back and bring this team back to a winning form you uh you've never been through divorce have you uh, no. No, you haven't. Thank God. Spoken like the media that are talking about this divorce going to derail Tom. I've been through it. When you're working, that's when you don't think about it. That's when you're at your best. Idiots. So, yeah, I think Tom will win tonight. Now, they've lost three or four. Or is it four or five. But it's not because of that. It's Their team's not as good. That's why the quarterbacks get all the money, though. Yeah, right. I they mean, they the don't credit. have the. They get yeah. all the blame. Yeah, they um, don't have the receiving core that they had. No, not game. at all. Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York's watching. He says, "Rod's right. 
New York City, Philly, Boston media are super critical if you don't win a title. It's championship or bust in those cities. That will be one of the many items that is going on my tombstone that is now nine stories high, but it'll be Rod's right. Get the hashtag going. Vancouver Canucks fans had the audacity and media to say that I was wrong when I said the Calgary Flames are the number one team in the NHL going into the regular season. And now they're too busy crying to apologize. They haven't won a game. I'll see you a little later, okay? They have not won a game. Playoffs? Trying to win a game. Shockey Hockey next. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and, of course, on the radio on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. And as promised, it's a big hockey day. Shockey hockey time. Perry S. Hockey, our good friend, the uh, former scout of the... Well, yeah, there you go. Live looking in the casino, by the way. You can text the show now, 902-518-3033. Perry Shockey, longtime scout of the Los Angeles Kings and uh, head coach of the Warriors, Pats, and Hurricanes. Made the drive up. How are you doing, Shocks? I'm doing awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Make yourself yeah. at home. Get a little closer to that microphone, though, if you don't mind. I got to get a slide in? It's been a while. Get it? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I wasn't looking at you too close there. No worries. There you go. So you, there we go. Now we're all comfortable. Shocks texted me last week, and he says, these analysts don't know what they're talking about. With the Flames, I said, then you come on the show, and you tell me what's up with... Let's start with the Calgary Flames. Are they the number one team in the National Hockey League? I would say right now, yeah. Yeah. I, they got four lines that they can throw anything at anybody. I honestly think they could play their fourth line against most teams' second line and just pound, the, pound, pound them up. Watch your, watch your oh, language. Well, yeah, no, I'm not on the bench now. <laughs> I got to tell you a story. I was, when, I was at the Absolutely. Mo- when I was at the Memorial Cup, I was, uh, the game's going on, and you know, you know where the cameras are and stuff. And Anyhow, the cameras weren't on me, and... I went, looked at the referee, like, and I dropped one, like, you got to be kidding me kind of thing. I never thought anything of it. That night, my daughters, I'm talking to my daughters on the phone. They were, they were there staying in a hotel, and they phoned me and said, Dad, we're really disappointed with your language. And I said, what are you talking about? They said, well, we saw, we could, we saw you. They had the camera on you. And then I knew what it was. 
And I says, you're disappointed in me? I'm disappointed in, in myself. you. myself. Oh. I'm disappointed in you that you knew what I was taught, what I was saying. 1997, whole Quebec. Yeah. Yes, I won. Yeah. Slide this a little closer to the mic, and then okay. let's go. So, okay, so we start with the Flames. He agrees with me. They're the number one team in the National Hockey League. I want you to take a stab at our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and that is, which of these teams is wearing a mask, a disguise, as we approach Halloween? The Ducks, who have lost six in a row. The Vancouver Canucks, who are winless, as you know. The Buffalo Sabres, who are off to a 4-2 and two start. Or the Ottawa Senators, who are after their fifth straight home win tonight. Are any one of those teams not what we're seeing through the opening couple of weeks? No, I think they are what they are. I think Buffalo, I'm impressed with Buffalo. They're a big team. They work hard. They're young. Now, what's going to be interesting is when they get on a bit of a slide, whether or not they can recover, because that there's a maturity that goes with that. Like when you get rolling and they're confident and stuff like that, and they've played, they've played some really good teams and beat them. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they have a little bit of a setback. Um, I mean, I feel bad for Vancouver. I think that there's a calamity of things that are going on. How would you get out of that, Shocks, if you were them? Um, Well, I think they have to be realistic. You know, your your scouting has to be better. You have to, you know, be deeper in in the people. You have to have a plan and and a depth chart on what you want. I think it doesn't matter what what level of hockey it is. You can't just look at today. You have to look at tomorrow. You know, we were talking earlier about Bedard, you know, and how he ended up in Regina and, you know, whether or not they're going to trade him, which they say they don't. Like, let's be honest. If you're if you're running a franchise, and you can get you know you can get huge assets for a dividend that you're gonna basically pass them by because chances are he, you're not getting them back. And at the end of the day, what's best for your team and your brand over a period of time? You know, sometimes you have to take a bit of a setback. But I think if you get enough depth in your organization, I think that's one of the things they're talking about now. Is like Skinner, for example. There was a time when the Oilers goalie. Yeah, they're not. They weren't all that high on him. I watched him in junior. I watched him play. He's a big guy. He plays well, and he'd be no different than Markstrom. If you let those guys see the puck, they'll make the save. When they get in trouble is when there's two or three turnovers in the zone, and they get an odd man situation. It's like they got a choice of sh- this guy shooting the puck or that guy shooting the puck. So what do they you do? Pick one. That, well, they, what they normally do is try to play in somewhere in the middle. That they can make an adjustment. If they know that they got the shooter, they're going to take them. And I yes. think that's the biggest thing. And I, last year we talked about the playoffs. When your best players are your are really good defensively, that's where you win games because those guys come out of a game and they're plus two or plus three or something like that after a game. That means that they scored three times more goals than the other team did. That's going to win you hockey games. When you could, the, when the top two lines come out and they're both even and, you know, uh, had, or even minus, you know, what, however it works. I just think that plus minus, I look at plus minuses all the time. Of course. Well, so I hope you're enjoying the hockey talk as much as we are. Pay attention. You'll learn something from Shocks. You don't listen to me. Hopefully you listen to Shocks and uh, you can smile, Shocks. It's okay. Yeah, okay. But, hey, they like the stories, too. So John Ohm in Winnipeg writes that he says, Perry Shockey must have a great Hollywood story scouting for L.A. Come on, shock us. Shocks. You got a few from down uh, yeah, there? Yeah, well, yeah, I do have one. And uh, <laughs> we were down there for uh, training camp, and we were doing everything, and we got done, and somebody says, hey, let's go on over to Hollywood area there. There's some really cool bars going over there. We went over there, and 
uh, Rodman was there and a bunch Some of other interesting people. things to see. Hey? Oh, man, I'm going home early. Of course. Like, it's just there, there's an element there that was, you know, I mean, it's sensationalized and stuff. But you realize that a lot of those people in that, in that town are nocturnal. They don't come out until they don't come out until six o'clock. Every at night. town has some shocks, but yeah. in LA they're the stars. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's <laughs> and you you just see that, and I mean it is what it is. But you know, and I and I appreciate people for their talents and what what they do. But you know, sometimes enough's enough. But they just get so wrapped up in it. But it's not real. I think the players that live in LA, I think that they have some a little limited contact with that, but they really have to draw a line because you just can't travel in that crowd at all. Well, they've had a team there for a long time, and uh, guys get swallowed up in it. They don't last, and I see what you're saying. Yeah. Now, where this started, Shocks and I, and we talked quite regularly, but it was after the Flames lost to the Sabres the other night. 6-3 was the game. And the next day you texted me, and you said, they're roasting Markstrom in this town. Yeah, for fair sure. Fair or unfair? Totally unfair. I think my philosophy is, is you look at how he ends up in the situation that he's in. For them to get some of the shots, like there were screens, there was, you know, two-on-ones. Uh, I think the one goal, they had three turnovers in their own zone. And I'm sure Daryl Sutter's talking to him about it. But the, what I find right now, and it's interesting, because now guys are hedging their bets on Markstrom, and they're kind of letting him, saying, well, you know, he's got a pretty good record. He played good the other night. You know, all these sort of things. I think they got a great goaltending tandem. I think that if, if the guys play the way they're supposed to, the way Daryl wants them to play, Markstrom's going to be a standout because he's very defensive orientated and he wants his guys to eliminate people and win one-on-one battles. And when you lose three battles in a row, I used to have a philosophy. It's funny because Chris Phillips, I ran into him and he, this is, where is he? He's, he's in, uh, he's still in uh, Ottawa. He works for the team. He does some stuff on the PR side, I think. But um, he told me, he says, you know, shocks, I, we used to be on the bench, and I would I just yell out to the guys, shoot it in our own net. Just shoot it in our own net. See if he's awake? No, no, because what? we had so many turnovers. You might as well oh. shoot, it, shoot it in your own net, get the pain over with, and go back to the face-off dot, because that's what I used to say to the guys when there'd be three or four turnovers. I'd just say to the guys on the bench, why don't we just shoot it in our own net? Because that's where we're headed. That's, that's the, the trailer we're making here. But uh, <laughs> it, would, it would take less time. Yeah, like, let's just stop, <laughs> stop the pain of watching this. I just don't want to watch any more of that. Just get it over with. But uh, the, game is, the game is very simple in many ways, you know. And, you know, and I tell people all the time, and that is, I ask people all the time, what's a game? And it's five on five, and they go, yeah. I says, no, it's not. It's five one-on-ones. When you line up at, at every face-off, when you line up, you look across the D-man, you pretty much know which three guys are going to be coming at you. Don't let them win any battles, whether offensively or defensively. And, I mean, they didn't build Vegas on, on the money they lost. They play the percentages, and that's what the game is about. Just as many times as you can create odd-man situations. You know, in the playoffs, how many times, you know, you just see there's a three-on-two or two-on-one. Everybody gets excited because you have a numerical advantage to score. Well, that should be from day one, not just the playoffs. That's Well, and so speaking of that, I think we had a poll last year on one of the shows, and we were here at Grey Eagle. Who's, who will go further in the playoffs, the Orders or Flames? And it was like a slam dunk, Flames. And who was the better team? And talent-wise, they probably were. But who won the series? It wasn't even close. Orders in five. Who got to play their game? 
Who got to be why? Why? Well, Calgary played a game through like they had a they had a battle against the Stars. Like I mean, they went seven games, and you know that was a battle. They come out of there, and then they're going up against run and gun hockey. Like go back to the trenches, you know, play your style. Just you know, wait them out. You know, you don't have to chase them all over the ice. They're going to eventually come back. Everybody's going to come to the net. So just figure out a way to pick them up as they come in and eliminate them, and then take advantage of your opportunities. And I think the other thing is, is I think when you get, yeah, I just think that Calgary's Calgary's built for the long haul. You know, I it's interesting because I I got uh, chastised one time by a mom when I was doing color for the Calgary Hitmen and they were playing the Kootenai Ice, and Jason Jaffrey was playing for the Kootenai Ice, and uh, Chris Beach was playing for Calgary, and I and I said on the broadcast, you know, we have a saying in hockey that we is we don't trade thoroughbreds for plow horses. Now, a lot of people take that as a derogatory comment, but you know what? When you're in those tough games, I want the plow horses. I want the big diesel burners. I don't need the I don't need the high octane guys. I need somebody that can battle it up. Carry the load. Yeah. Carry the load. And at the end of the day, Jason Jaffrey only played, I think, played ten games less than Chris Beach in the National Hockey League. So I mean, you just seen that he had a role and when he was in an opportunity to play that role and you know, he, he got an opportunity. Interesting to play. thing about Jason Jaffrey, by the way. Good friend of mine. I won't say whom, but uh, his mom. I think his mom's well, still mad at me. Yep. Parents being mad at what you say about their son. <laughs> Hello, I could write a book about it. Yeah. But this one guy, he worked for the Jets and the Manitoba Moose at one time. He doesn't anymore. But he said Jason Jaffrey played for both teams, right? Mall uh, autograph signing at the mall when Jason Jaffrey is with the Winnipeg Jets. Line up for two hours down the hall. Next weekend, he's sent down to the Moose. Autograph signing. Jason Jaffrey, Manitoba Moose. Two people show up. Same guy. Yeah. Different teams. Yeah. But Austin Matthews, and we have a few minutes left here. I'm, I don't know if you saw Sports Center. He's talking about how he hasn't scored. In, he's got one goal all year. And he's like, I'm not worried. Right? He goes, I go through these things. And, but all Sports Center, they're talking about Austin Matthews hasn't scored. Daryl Sutter said it the other day, where the Flames got in trouble was that it was all about individual accomplishments oh, until yeah. he got here. Huberdor, there was everybody's asking, wow, what about Huberdor? Right. What is he doing out there? He's put, he's still making, giving guys opportunities to score goals. He rags That's what he does. You know I mean, he's got, he's got skills up the wazoo. You know, it's just a matter of those guys finding their pace and their timing. And when they do, Ooh. watch out. <laughs> right. If the Flames are what they are and they're going to get better. Oh, for which, sure. For which sure. they are. Yeah. We got time for this one. Corey in Winnipeg wants to know who you think has the best scouting staff in the National Hockey League today. Um, geez, I think when you look at the teams that have Tampa Bay, no. Huh? Here's what I do. I always go to the second tier. I mean, and I, I'm not to be disrespectful, but my mom, who doesn't go to very many hockey games, if she went to a hockey games, she can probably figure out who are the top guys. Sure, it's that second tier. The guys that you can get that are role players, and the guys that are all just on the cusp of making the turn when they guys, that, you know, and I no disrespect, but they saw him. They didn't see him as a player. And I just said, if he loses, if he loses 40 pounds or 20 pounds or turns it to muscle, he's going to be a beast because that guy has skills you cannot, you can't teach guys that. But come to him instinctively, and you know, look at the career he had, and, and really you see his personality at the end. Is <clears throat> he had enough money? 
You know, he wanted to go ice fishing north of Winnipeg. When he was injured there, I remember when he was injured, uh, the storyline was he was, he was out again. Well, he'd go ice fishing because he was injured. He, you know, he just thought, well, I'll just go do something because I got to do something. And he'd stop and, you know, stop somewhere and visit with some guys and whatever. And then all of a sudden there's these rumors about him. He just wanted to play the game and move on with his life. And when he had enough, he wants to, he wants to go hunting, fishing, and watching football. Maybe. Something's happened with my camera, but you can still hear me, so hang on. I know we've got a third camera there, so I'll let the guys in the crew work on that, and we'll be right back. More with Perry Shockey and a sports update after this. Mike Abbey Metro coming up in hour two. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and of course, WQEE 99.1. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How about that? We are back live. And before we uh, jump in more with Perry Shockey, a Thursday sports update in a game that was originally scheduled to play on Sunday, the Moose Jaw Warriors skated into Regina, took a 2-1 victory off the pass at the Brand Center Wednesday night. Jagger Ferkus and Braden Yager tallied the Warriors' goals. Connor Bedard had one assist for the Pats. In Red Deer, Kai Uchaz led the way with two goals as the Red Deer Rebels went to 11-0. They beat Victoria 6-2. And in Swifty, Sam McGinley scored the eventual winner as Swift Curran held off a Lethbridge comeback. Broncos won 5-4 in the Iplex. And uh, there you go. This sports update for our friends at Edo, Japan. Their fast and friendly service plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. Okay, if we can bring back in Perry Shockey. We did lose internet for a while, but we got it back. I don't know what's going on here, but Shocks, you mentioned you understand we're airing across all 10 provinces and 31 states and on the radio in Atlanta. He said, can we talk some WHL? Of course, it's my favorite league. What would you like to say about it before we move back to the National Hockey League? Well, I think it's it's important that people get it back out and start watching the games. I mean, it's great hockey. It's an opportunity to see kids of the future that are probably going to be in the National Hockey League. And I think the work ethic and uh, there's just an excitement that you get out of guys that are still, you know, finding their way to their dream. And uh, I think since COVID, I think a lot of the rinks are short on people. People found other things to do with their money. I think, I think recreation vehicles got bought up you couldn't even buy anything. So a lot of people have probably spent that income on something else now. But hopefully they'll come back and start watching the games. Well, I was sent photos from the rink in Regina last night, and there's nobody there. When you were, There was more for intra-squad games when you coached there than there was in the Brand Center last night for Regina Moose Jaw, Connor Bedard. Is that right? You say people bought wreck vehicles, RVs, and trucks, and what? They did. And boats. They decided where to put their money. 
Yeah. Well, and the thing is, you got to figure out a way to get back, uh, get those people back, and whatever incentives. I think you know when we were in Regina. I remember there was a great idea for an incentive to you know bring more people into the building, and the people in charge at that time just scoffed at it. And you know I think it would have really built a deep foundation of people being able to get an arena where they could afford it or you know disperse paying for it over time. You know, so I don't know what exactly it is, but uh, I just noticed that there's you know the, the attendance is way down. You might get a specific night where you might get right. a few extra. Yeah. In some leagues, I'll say, we are seeing what you get at the league level or some team level where you have people in charge that don't know what they're doing. That's all that I'll say. But I don't want to sit and talk about empty rinks. The NHL facilities in this country and most in America are packed. They're full. We're watching the highlights. People are deciding to spend the money there I don't know what the, why specifically, because junior hockey is my favorite brand, but I go to the NHL games too, and we had a writer or a viewer in here, Andrew, wrote in, and he said, Montreal Canadiens, they are at Buffalo tonight. What a classic battle that is. Uh, he wants to know your thoughts on the Habs, their front office, and their start. Well, I, I know Pierre Dor- Dorian. I, you know, I met him when we were scouting and stuff, and I think he's very logical about what he's doing. I think he's, he's got a plan. He wants to stick Ottawa. with Ottawa. Yeah, with Ottawa. Yeah, oh, I was in Montreal. Ottawa. Sorry, yeah. Cam Hughes uh, is the gentleman yeah, yeah. there, Mark St. Yeah. Louis. Well, I think um, Carey Price, when you lose guys like Carey Price and Shea Weber, like, and I mean, that, those are huge holes. And, you know, now they've got Suzuki coming in and they've got... Um, Cole Caulfield. Yeah, like, and I mean, they're, they're going to be really Josh good players. Anderson. But the fans just have to give them some time. You know, the goaltending is everything is goaltending. Everybody blames everything on the goalies. It doesn't matter whether it's soccer, whatever. The nice thing about basketball, there's nobody protecting the basket. And lots of times when you go to the basket, you get abused. So, um, you know, you're so right about that. It's goalies, quarterbacks. The thing that always annoyed me is the quarterbacks get all the money. And they should, but I think the goalies should get all the money. And Kerry Price in Montreal did. He is worth it at $10.5 million. For sure. And, you know, they talk about his demeanor. I remember watching him in Tri-Cities. Like, and they had, they had there's, during that time, they didn't have great teams in front of him. They won games because he just made incredible saves. And then, but, you know, his style was a little bit different than what the norm was. So I loved the guy. I thought he was outstanding. But, uh, you know, and, and nothing changed when he got the National Hockey League. He's, well, I'm sure he internalized the pressure. You know, and I think that that's what's happened in his life. But you know what the great part is? Is that he went and got help, and sounds like he's doing great. So that's that's the mo- that's the success story. Really. And they're taking it very slowly, which I am an advocate of. You can't rush these things. Yeah. And, and by the way, he needs to get every building block of his life straight before he goes on the ice. And it looks like he is. Yeah. So. Well, they're. I think that both him and Weber, they talk about how the injuries that they suffered during the playoffs, the year they took the run. Those guys were playing hurt, and I'm. It sounds like when they were playing hurt, they compromised the, you know, probably their their recovery, to to heal. And when you get older, it's harder to heal. So you know, maybe over time, because I mean, they were two great hockey players. I remember Shea Weber playing in Kelowna, and you know, he was like he was just controlled a, games. Yeah. Then yeah. you know, he played for Habby. Mark Habscheid was coaching, and Habby was a defensive. So he never put up big numbers. And that's because he was reined back. They, you know, he had the bit in his mouth, and they were jerking it on him a little bit. But once he got to the National Hockey League a little more, then you got to see the, the upside of what he had, especially his size. He's just a 
beast. Okay, what's funny, talk about all these things. You were long gone from Regina by the time Ryan Getzlaff was tearing it up with Calgary, although you were in Moose Town that time, and uh, Dion Phaneuf was with Red Deer. And I remember calling those Pats games, and we were awful. And I'm like, this isn't even fair. These guys should be in the National Hockey League. I it must have been a lockout then or something why they were playing in the dub, because it wasn't fair. But you're talking about Weber with Kelowna. They just controlled games. And there are players like that now. I had a Pat staffer text me last night. He said, it's bomb for Bedard. Remember it. Bomb for Bedard. But you can't tank, and nobody's going to Hell tank. Yeah. Did they, do they tank in the NHL? Well, I don't think they tank early in the year. I think when you get down, and here's, here's an example, the one year with L.A., you know, we were, we were postured for a certain spot that we want, you know, and uh, they brought in a bunch of young guys to see how they could play. You disguise it. Then. Well, it was for the draft. It was basically for the draft. You know, like we weren't going to make the, you know, you were going to be postured. So it was like, and I remember it was Jared Smithson and guys came up from Manchester Lights out. Those guys won games that you know it wasn't supposed to happen. No, it wasn't supposed to happen. But you know, and probably you go from picking twelfth to picking seventeenth, you know, sort of thing. But um, I think, I think you. I mean, the logic is, is you know, where where does it all fit in for you, and you know, where do you want to be in in the process? It's odd that we would sit and talk about this, but that's fine. And we do air on. Oh, we got to take a break here. But when we come back. We air across BC on Telesoptic Television, Channel 924. at Shock's Cable down there in Lethbridge. That's where he discovered us. There are those that think that the NHL, <clears throat> Bettman, will screw the Canucks out of getting Bedard and, and the draft lottery will be rigged because they want him in Arizona. That's what they're saying already. So we'll talk about that and whatever comes up next in a viewer takeover. We're live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. How about that? Hell yes. Can't even imagine. We're back live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, talking hockey in hour one. I'll tell you that we're going to talk football in hour two, if Mike Abumeshrick shows up. But the way this day's going, he's probably stuck in traffic somewhere or a blizzard. I don't know. But uh, Perry Shockey's here. I just want to say hey to the Big Peach, our guy Ryan O'Radio, check it in from Metro Atlanta. Noonan, Georgia says, good day all from WQEEFM, the key. Hey, Ryan, hope you're enjoying the hockey talk again. Football talk coming up in hour two. And BW in Edmonton uh, writes in, he says, Arizona got screwed out of the McDavid draft. Doan would have been playing a couple more years as a power forward with Connor McDavid. So the conspiracy is not too far-fetched. If you just tuned in, I don't know why. It seems like my world, everybody's talking about Connor Bedard going number one overall in the NHL draft next summer. He plays for my team, the Regina Pats. And the way it's going, Vancouver would get him if they finished last, the Canucks. They're terrible. But Canucks fans are saying to me, no, nothing goes right for us. And the NHL's going to screw us out of it by some conspiracy. Perry Shockey's saying that's not entirely impossible. Thinking. Well, I think you're, you're talking multi-million dollar business you know and what do you do for your league what what does the league need you know i mean 
everybody's always felt that they want the NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs, to be in the United States. They don't want to be on this side of the they board. They don't want to put a star in Canada. But they did with McDavid, so how could we but that's, say this is a thing? They've had multiple number one overall picks. Well, I don't think you can. I don't think they can mess up the, the ball, you know, when they're pulling, pulling everything out of the bag there. Well, the NBA said well, they did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they said that uh, back in the day, I think they were talking about that. With the envelopes. With the, the envelopes. One was frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean... I, I believe in that you have to do what's best for for the league to keep the league healthy, but I also believe there's such a thing as honesty, and you know you take your chances on whether or not you get the the ball the ball rolls out, you know, and you get called. So, you know, they say that they've got all these people, the professional people, accounting and all that sort of people that take care of it, but um, I just think that. You know, the situation right now is is that everybody's scrambling trying to get back, re- recovering from COVID. And the sooner the things settle out, the sooner it'll be good for everybody. You know, and there's teams that, you know, like how many teams lost games, you know, couldn't make up games because of... In the NHL? Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, they shut down junior hockey. You think of all those kids in the Western Hockey League who are supposed to be there for their, you know, their inaugural, inaugural year of playing, and then they're then their year of the draft, what'd they get? I mean, there's kids that are... Oh, a lot of careers went in the toilet. Nobody well, cares. One but, one. Hello. But there's, there's where the scouting comes in. Is that every... The teams move on. The teams move on and they're saying, hey, you know, we've got a 16-year-old that's now 19-year-old and we're going to develop a 16-year-old. We're going to trade the 19-year-old. That 19-year-old has a window of opportunity to go there and get, try to get signed as a free agent. If they pack up their tack and go home and say, you know, oh, what was me? Well, oh, what was you? There's still an opportunity. No, I agree. My mind is still stuck on integrity of the game. And you're not dissuading me from fearing that this lottery could be rigged in the National Hockey League because the NHL wants Bedard in the States. Because Tim Peel got fired a couple years ago, the referee for... For you know why he got fired? Yeah, yeah. Evening up calls in a game Peel. and he got caught for it. Tim Peel. And the NHL says, we need to protect the integrity of the game. There is no integrity. I, so I, what are you doing? I was uh, actually, I was talking with Brad Meyer. And, Oscar. And, and, and Tom Cowell. TK. Yeah, I, was, I ran into them and left. Two referees. And, and what's his name? Uh, oh, trying to think of his last name. Doesn't matter. Continue. Anyhow, long story short, you know, we were talking about situations that happened in the game. And, you know, they're human, and they can make mistakes. You know, like everybody makes mistakes. And it seems like somebody gets a free pass, and some guys don't. And I think if you're going to give free passes to certain people, you got to give them to other people. You know, a hockey player can make a mistake, and somehow they find a way for that it isn't compromising. When you coached, were there two sets of rules? Did I, When I coached, there was? Oh, for sure. I think that's one reason why I wasn't coaching. You know, just I, ask it. No, for sure. And I, and I knew that. I, I would address situations with players and be in conflict wow. with even the managers or general managers. Last regarding minute of play. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, the most important part is, you know, what's best for every player to have an equal opportunity. The Hockey Club podcast watching in Tallahassee, Florida. Corey Patterson says, honesty always prevails. We all got to face the big man one day. Well, I want to believe that. Don't tell me this draft lottery's rigged. I might have to stop watching. 
three, six, nine, ten games in the NHL tonight. Is the one you'll be watching closer than others? We have 30 seconds here. What's that again? There are 10 games in the NHL tonight. Is the one more important than others to you? I watch. I, I try to watch the watch team. I like, watch certain teams when they play against one another, like Colorado playing Vegas or, you know, I want to like when Calgary was playing Vegas. That was one of the best games. They'll all be good. All right, Shocks. Thanks for coming down. Enjoy the hockey talk. My pleasure. May see him in hour two. We'll be right back on Game Plus and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.